Welcome to Bougie Booze, a podcast hosted by a brother and a sister from another mister. I'm David. I'm Cam. Thank you for listening as we talk about Black culture, Asian culture, pop culture, culture culture, and quite frankly, anything else we want to talk about. How are you, Boo? <laughs> I am doing great. I'm fabulous. My face is clearing up. Boo, I know you don't see that huge zit anymore on it's the screen. It's gone, Yes. It was waving at you last week. It was. It was <laughs> I thought it was going to come through the screen. <laughs> well, thank God it did not come through the screen. And thank God I am clear, clearing up, healing up. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad breakout, but it just was irritating. Well, no blemish will diminish your beauty. Oh, appreciate you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, just been trying to drink my water drink green tea because that also helps with your face and also helps with your digestion if you boo-boos didn't know but yeah so I am here and I'm better than I was last week so praise God for that (laughs) how are you doing boo you know I'm doing well as also and speaking of faces Mm -hmm. a friend of mine got um one of those microcurrent kits I don't know if you've heard of that boo wand it's it's uh it looks like a little electric razor, but it like stimu- it's, it runs currents and it stimulates um, the muscles and, and, and skin in your face. Mm-hmm. And so they tried it out on me and I was hesitant at first, but I said, why not? And, you know, at first they started by putting this gel on my face and they, they were scaring me <laughs> in the beginning. They Wait, said, are they a licensed esthetician? They're training. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So that, that makes me a little less worried. I'm like, well, that's why I was now. a little more comfortable with the idea. Okay. But, um, so I was like, okay, I'll be your guinea pig. Cause you know, I hopefully benefit from this and not lose half my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God your face looks good. So but, you know, thank you. Thank you. But they were scaring me because they were like, okay, I'm going to put this gel on your face because it'll, you know, kind of help with, um, the current's running through so you don't get electrocuted and it doesn't burn your face and I'm like don't burn my face (laughs) wait so what they were using the tool did they have the option of like how high the temperature got or was it supposed to be like a chemical reaction with the gel and the tool that they were using you know I'm ignorant on this and I didn't ask too many questions I was (laughs) But basically, I believe that the gel was a way of, uh, as a conductor for the currents to run through your face safely uh-huh. to reach your muscles and stuff in your face. Because if it was directly touching your skin, you'd be shocked. Oh my gosh. So, and, and could potentially get burnt. <laughs> mm, well, so, yeah, you, you're a, a trooper. You are a good friend because I don't know. I would be like, hmm. Well, they were like, let me know if you feel anything. I'm like, oh, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> I might be screaming if somebody might get a subpoena to appear in court. (laughs) So they put the gel on one half of my face to get the one half done. Uh And the, you know, the microcurrent machine went, uh, glided over my face and I felt it was comfortable. I didn't feel like it was um, stinging me or anything because he, the, my friend said, you might feel some stinging and I didn't really. So I felt comfortable. So they, I guess, you know, they're doing it well. They're getting trained well. And um, 
after a while, it started being relaxing. It was, although there are a couple moments where I felt a little bit of a sting because I think maybe those are areas where the gel wasn't quite thick enough. Mm, okay. Um, but then, so they finished the one half of my face, wiped the gel off, and they took a picture to show me the results so far. And I think from what I'm understanding is you should be doing this consistently for two months. I don't know if it's every week or whatever it might be. Uh-huh. But within that first treatment, I already saw a difference. My The half of my face that he did was already lifted compared to the other half of my face. Okay. So my face got stimulated and you know, felt younger on one yeah. half. So I was like, you better finish that other half because I don't want to be half droopy face. <laughs> but pretty soon after additional treatments, you're going to look like a K-pop star artist. That's that's the hope. <laughs> and I would love to have the clearest skin on earth like they do. They have nice skin. <laughs> they do. Blemish free. <laughs> but I, I, it was a, a comfortable experience as long as I think you're with the right person who can do that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I... And they were going to do it on their own face themselves. I'm like, well, you're going to do it on yourself and not have somebody else do it. But, you yeah. know, they're they're a trained, qualified person, I suppose. And, I mean, they could still do it on themselves, too, for yeah. additional But training. I'd be scared to do it on myself because I would shock my own face. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who have been thinking about the microcurrent treatment, I could say just from the one treatment that I got, I saw a little bit of a difference, not, not a little, quite a difference um, from one half of my face to the other, which at the time one was untreated and one was treated. So if um, this helps, give it, give it a shot. All righty. Well, I mean, hey, down the line, I may be asking you for your friend's uh, contact information after oh, they yeah. get that license. <laughs> Since you know they didn't burn my face off. <laughs> yes. Well, that's good. I'm happy you went through the treatment and you reacted well to it. Yeah. So. Well, what I've been doing, you know, <laughs> since you talked about looking like a K-pop star, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been enjoying a new K-pop song that came out from, uh, uh, it's funny, a, a year ago we talked about this because there was a uh, girl group, super group, made up of other girl groups, uh, and they were put together into one giant uh, super group, like I just said. Mm-hmm. And the they're called GOT, the beat, and um, they're made up of different artists from SM, um, the, the music company SM in Korea. And they took some of the most popular singers and put them in one group. So they came back this year with a new single. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called Stamp on It. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I liked it better. I like it better than the last single, but I really like the last single as well. Um, but this time around, they did something different, which was they put out an album, a mini album to go with this and a music video because the last song only had a stage video, not a music video, a formal mm-hmm. one. So they're getting a better treatment for this uh, release. Okay. And, you know, for those of you who either don't know or do already know just the the members in this group is just stacked and again it's made up of four different generations of k-pop um performers so we have boa uh who is the og from gen one and i remember Um, you talking about her i remember us talking about her like what one of our first couple of recordings yes so (laughs) we have history with her (laughs) well i recall you had played a good, a big chunk of her song, which I enjoy, but then I had to tell you, um, boo, 
We need we to want... this because copyright. <laughs> I remember. Thank you for not uh, for preventing us from being sued. I appreciate you, boo. <laughs> I'm trying to look out for us and, and uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, bougie booze. <laughs> and then we have uh, Taeyeon and Hyoyeon from Girls' Generation, which is Generation 2. Wendy and Solgi from Red Velvet from Gen 3. And Karina and Winter from Espa, which is Gen 4. And like I said, their back single is fantastic. The mini album I listened to, no skips on that one. Also, very great songs. So yeah, I just, uh, I'm happy that the super group is back. And um, I hope they go on tour because there's a male equivalent in their company uh, called Super M. Mm -hmm. And they pulled out together some of the best male vocalists from their respective groups. And they went on tour in America. So I'm hoping Got the Beat comes to tour in America because I will definitely be going to see them. You're like, I'll be waiting in that virtual line, refreshing. <laughs> you know, you, now you just gave me flashbacks <laughs> and trauma to that. I was not know? trying to do that. And uh, I don't know if you've seen the 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 memes and the viral stuff where it's, it's like, you just gave me emotional damage. <laughs> I have not seen that, but I don't want that to happen to you, boo. I want you to, you know, have a, a glow on you, have that skin treatment glowing and looking great and I don't want any traumatic past traumatic experiences to affect you thank you boo. <laughs> you know what's funny about that what I just said the emotional damage it's gone around where like school children so parents out there probably hear their children <laughs> saying this constantly it's this Chinese guy who went Chinese yeah Chinese guy who went viral uh -huh. and uh, it's to a clip I think he was seeing a video game or something and he reacted by saying emotional damage. <laughs> and now all these young children out there keep saying that. Like my my uh, friend's children, I was over at their house and they, I would say something and they're like, oh, that sounds like emotional damage. <laughs> I rebuke that. No emotional damage <laughs> over here. Oh, no. These little kids have so much pressure. Oh, uh, and you know, social media just shows them a little too much, I think. It does. It does. Like, how are you going to be 10 and know what the term emotional damage is? I mean, you're using it, but you don't really know what it is. You don't understand it. I know. Oh, well, I don't want you to have any emotional damage. <laughs> I want it to be a seamless and positive experience next time you go get K pop concert tickets. <laughs> I hope so. Thank you, Boo. You're welcome. <laughs> Well, I've been um, listening to a couple of playlists. So I'm sorry, Boo, were you done? I'm done. <laughs> Emotional, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to be thinking about yeah, that. see, now my Boo's saying it too. <laughs> um, so you know how Spotify like creates playlists for you from time to time and you click on them yes. like based off of your music interest. So they created a soul mix for me. So like I said, my music taste is all just crazy all across the board and so <laughs> this soul mix I really really like it because it has artists like the OJs Marvin Gaye Stevie Wonder Shalimar so like the the great yeah you got some soul soul <laughs> right peoples. it's so um even Shalimar Shalimar yeah I'd be grooving to Shalimar I know dancing in the sheets yeah well, <laughs> let's take it's, this is for the lover in you is the song that's on the the playlist but dancing in the sheets oh, and they also have the great jody watley in that group and mm -hmm. oh my gosh i love her 
So uh, there's a song on the playlist, Let Me Prove My Love to You by The Main Ingredient. And I heard of this group before and the song, Let Me Prove My Love to You, actually Alicia Keys samples the song. So, you know, Alicia Keys song, you don't know my name. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that Let Me Prove My Love to You. I, I, I'm guessing they're original like of the the melody or whatever yeah. so um but I looked up the main ingredient and they are American Soul and R&B group best known for their 1972 hit song Everybody Plays the Fool so but That's when I song. yeah yeah but did you know that Alicia Keys sampled them I did not know that I so know I'm learning, I'm learning from you about that boo. <laughs> I was like dang I was uh today years old which mid-30s <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that for every song, there's some type of sample in every song that we listen to. I just never knew that Alicia Keys sampled them. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, you, there's so much music out there. It's hard to know everything that's out there. Mm-hmm. So, But you know what I am seeing as a big trend in current radio? It's not like I listen to radio very much, but sometimes I'm in my friend's car and they're ancient and listen to radio. You're like, why are you listening to radio commercials? Emotional damage. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Commercials, yeah. Uh, But they've been doing a lot of, like, a lot of hip hop songs have been sampling 80s and 90s songs. Mm -hmm. You know, like Rick Astley's "Never Gonna Give You Up," and I can't remember some of the other ones. But I heard a couple, and I was like, dang, that's like an old song from my day. I think I think I heard one with Shanice's I Love Your Smile. Probably. Yeah. And so it's just like they just pulling from everywhere now. Like some of these artists weren't even alive when those songs were out. And now they're just remixing and remaking. And I can appreciate it because it's also giving the past artists some love too. Yeah. Especially if they own the royalties to those songs, which I hope they do, because they're still making money off of their songs and their songs are being um reused. So, or well, and hopefully I people, say. yeah, people learn uh, about who these artists are if they're inquisitive as to like, oh, where's that sample from? Yeah. So, well, um, I also wanted to ask you, Boo, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you know who this person is because I remember you talked about her a couple of, well, not even a couple of recordings ago, but Alexa, the singer. Yes, I love Alexa. <laughs> and I talked about her because she won the um, American Song Contest um, mm-hmm. which was America's version of Eurovision. So randomly, and I know you saw this, Boo, I was at a Clipper game. Yes, I <laughs> well, saw it. I was like, she's like, just randomly decided to go to Clippers game. <laughs> On a school night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there's a backstory to this. So as you know, Boo, my side hustle that I have, it affords me the opportunity to meet celebrities. Yes. And I've talked about it on the show who I've met, things like that. Well, this past weekend, I met the Clippers player, Moses Brown. But I thought that this particular person was a part of their G League team, just because I, and no no shade to players on G League teams. I mean, you're athletes too. I respect it. But he didn't look familiar, nor the name looked familiar. So, you know, it's just like, hey, how's it going? You know, and this was Saturday. And then on Sunday, I happened to be watching TV randomly. The Clippers game was on 
and I saw, see him playing and I'm like, oh, well, okay. He's no team leader. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's, he's in the majors, <laughs> which I was kind of kicking myself. Cause I'm like, dang, I would have asked for a picture with him, mm-hmm. you know, and I did it. And plus he seemed like he was maybe late for practice or kind of irritated. So I didn't ask him for a picture because he didn't seem like he was in a picture taking mode. So then um, on Sunday evening, I get a random text and it says, hey, you want to go to a Clippers game? I might have tickets. And I said, sure, just let me know. Now, I didn't think I was going to go because I didn't hear nothing about going to the game until, no joke, Monday at 11 p.m. And the game was Tuesday at 7. And when my friend said, okay, we're going, I was already asleep. So my mind was not thinking about going to no Clipper game. I was like, you up at 11? <laughs> no, my do not disturb comes on at 10 p.m. That's what I thought. <laughs> Notifications are silenced. And so um, I ended up going to a Clippers game and I was able to see Moses Brown again and this time live. So seen him, talked to him on Saturday, seen him on TV Sunday and by Tuesday, I was seeing him play live. So I was like, you know, life is interesting. Life is random, but I enjoyed the experience of, and I've, I've been to Clippers games before. I've been to Lakers games, all kind of basketball games, but that was my first time going to an NBA game since the pandemic. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so I was fun. I was um, excited to be there and we had fun. But the reason why I bought up Alexa is because so the halftime entertainment right uh-huh. so first I don't even see the entertainer I see four background dancers with like ski mask on <laughs> which kind <laughs> of freaked, <laughs> yeah it kind of freaks me out because the ski masks were white and then if I'm remembering correctly their outfits were red so okay. it, was, it gave me um what's that what was what's the next Netflix show that we like suicide no um what's the show squid game there you go I was gonna say suicide game (laughs) it almost (laughs) is like suicide yeah pretty much (laughs) it gave me squid game vibes the way they were walking I was just like what's what's about to happen then um you heard the announcer say give it up for k-pop star Alexa So she comes out and this is a cute little girl, but on the screen, she, she did not look like a Korean artist, but I remember you talking about her. So I was like, no, she's a Korean artist. And then the song, the two, she did two songs. And one of the songs I can remember her talking about extra cheese on her burger and fries. Yeah. That's her song extra. (laughs) (laughs) I was paying attention. And um, after she was done with that song, everyone was clapping. And then all of a sudden her dancers, they pulled out like these bondage rope things and like tied her up. And I said, okay, this took a turn really quick because <laughs> I didn't know where they were going. But um, do you know what song that is, Boo, with the bondage ropes and stuff? Yes, just uh, uh, they're more like ribbons. This seems uh, rope. Okay. Well, it's- Maybe from where I was sitting, it looked yeah. like rope. I don't know. It could have been ribbons. Yeah, it's usually ribbons when she does her performance because it's the choreography for Wonderland. And that's okay. the song that she won the American Song Contest with. And we're probably confusing listeners who didn't hear about this from before. They're like, how's she K-pop Korean and she won the American Song Contest? And she's from Oklahoma? What yeah, is happening here? 
American Song Contest had artists from each state representing their state. Alexa, even though she's K-pop, she was born in Oklahoma mm -hmm. and she's mixed. That's why she looked uh, not so Asian to you because she's half white, half Korean. Okay, okay. And so, yeah, so that's how that went down in terms of her winning for Oklahoma with that song that you saw with ropes and all <laughs> and bondage. <laughs> well, she she showed up, she showed out everyone they were happy and I was like I cannot wait to tell my boo yeah, that I randomly so at this Clippers game on a school night and a k-pop artist is the halftime show entertainment so I wish I knew that <laughs> like she came to um our Southern California recently so you know people had to pay to see her then I could have seen a basketball game I got two songs if I went to the basketball game now you make me feel bad boo sorry <laughs> no no I'm glad you enjoyed Alexa <laughs> But you well, know, it's funny that you brought up coincidences with how you saw that basketball player coming in and out of your life for the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, wasn't it last week? I was talking about special forces and you talked to somebody who's affiliated or knew somebody affiliated with that show, right? Uh, yes. And um, what I text you and I said his name, Heath something Williamson. Uh -huh. So he said that his best friend was one of the executive producers on what's the show special special Force? forces yeah okay there you go special forces and i told him me and my boo i said me and my friend i didn't say my boo but um i said we were just talking about this show and he like showed me pictures on his phone and he said yeah they're super cool and i'm actually on my way to vegas to blow up stuff and i'm like oh, i was like <laughs> to blow. so he literally is gonna blow stuff up I'm like, for the show, or I don't know. I tried not to ask too many questions. Um, but it's just, it's fun meeting different types of people and just having those coincidences in your life, you know? So I was like, oh, it was meant for us to talk about that show and then meant for me to meet this person. So That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed the Clippers game and sorry to say that they did lose. <laughs> well I, I don't follow basketball how are the Clippers doing so far this season I want to say their record is like 28 and in, in something like they won 28 games but they lost like 13 or 16 I haven't really been following basketball either because it's football season um sadly and unfortunately my Chargers did not win their wild card game I do not want to talk about that <laughs> Still emotional from it, but um... uh oh, emotional damage. <laughs> but usually, I start getting more into basketball once football season's over because the two seasons overlap, and I'm like, it's just too much. I got to focus on one sport, and then when that sport's over, I'll go to the other one. But I thought it was interesting, though. Um, the Clippers played the Sixers, and the Sixers coach is Doc Rivers who oh, yeah. used to coach uh -huh. the Clippers. Yeah, I know Doc Rivers. <laughs> and so uh, it's funny because he looked like he really wanted to beat the Clippers. And I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> kind of personal for him. So yeah, um, the Clippers, they, I think they were just maybe tired last night because they were getting outplayed left and right, out hustled. So, and also too, the crowd was a little dead and it could have been because it was a Tuesday night. People go to work. <laughs> They, but they still got themselves out to a game. They did. And boo, I, by the time I got home, <laughs> I was like, why did I do this? <laughs> Look, you didn't learn from when you were trying to see that, um, the, what, what was that DJ, that African DJ? 
Uncle Waffles? Yeah, Uncle Waffles. <laughs> At least she was on a Sunday. <laughs> you were going into a Monday. I know. <laughs> but I told myself, I said, as opportunities arise, I'm going to try to go for them. And it was hard for me to turn down this opportunity. Tickets were free. I was available. I didn't have to drive, you yeah. know? So it's like, it was more pros than cons, which is why I decided to to go. Well, you should just always live. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, until you get too old where you just don't want to do anything. Well, you know, it was funny. So <laughs> I was wearing a heat patch during the game because <laughs> my leg, I was having some leg um, soreness. Uh-huh. And then my friend who I was with, their back was hurting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we were broke down, but we still made it. You were still there. I know you're like looking at the Clippers uh, uh, athletic coach or the, the physicians. You're like, excuse me. <laughs> can you can you stretch me out, please? Massage, wrap it up, something. <laughs> yeah, but that was my experience on going out on a school night. And I'm, I'm well, happy I did it. It's funny because uh, I was just thinking about the sound of basketball games and they, you got the buzzer, right? Mm-hmm. So another show that I watch with buzzers is Uh-oh. America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. That is true. <laughs> I like that. I like how you put it together. Thank you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the this season is a different one. It's um, the American Got, America's Got Talent All-Star season. Mm-hmm. And they invited finalists and winners from all over the world from other Got Talent shows to perform and to try to be the ultimate Got Talent winner. Uh-huh. And so they've had three quarterfinals so far as of this recording. And it's just fun to watch for me because I actually know a lot of the contestants, even from the other countries, because mm-hmm. I watch the British version, the Australian version, and some clips of the other, like Asia's Got Talent. And so when they show up, and I try not to look at the list in advance to see who's there. So when they show up, I'm like, oh, they're here. That's cool. I, li- I like them. You're like, I know who that is. I, I know. know you. So it's, I think it's a different perspective from the average American who doesn't know who half these people are. But when they come out and I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I'm excited about, though, is I know is I know a contestant who's supposed to be on here, uh-huh. um, the Sacred Rihanna. Sacred Rihanna. Sacred, That's her... Sacred Rihanna. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fake? No, fake sacred. The oh, sacred. sacred. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? So that's her stage name, the Sacred Rihanna. Okay. But I believe she's from Indonesia and she does a magic act, but she combines it with like, her look is like from the ring. Mm. Like like she just came out of the well. Oh. (laughs) You know, and it's spooky magic act, which I love. And she's actually done really well. Um, She's done multiple Got Talent shows around the world. So, like, she won her season of Asia's Got Talent. Um, She was on America's Got Talent, but only got to the quarterfinals. And then she was on Britain's Got Talent, I believe, and some other, another talent show. But she's been around the world doing this act. But, you know, it's not unusual because a lot of these Got Talent acts have been on multiple Got Talent shows around the world. Well, when you said Sacred Rihanna, for some reason, I'm thinking, okay, she's a singer. (laughs) <laughs> and does she maybe look like Rihanna? But she, of course, she can't say her name is Rihanna. So when you said it's a magic act and she looks kind of scary, I said, okay, way opposite of what I was thinking. Oh, you know, you you remind me of something that the Rihanna Navy get upset about. 
Hmm. It's it's Rihanna and not Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, it's Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's funny because um, uh, Jenna Ortega, who plays Wednesday from the Adams Family series, mm-hmm. Wednesday, um, she presented the best uh, song award at the Critics' Choice or Golden Globes. I can't remember. And she ended up saying Rihanna's name correctly. Mm. And so the Navy were just applauding her. She said her name correctly, just for saying her name correctly. (laughs) They're like, we won't cancel you. Yeah, they're like, okay, you get to live another day, girl. (laughs) But um, the other acts that that have been on there, there's this like cute little boy from Britain's Got Talent who's a ventriloquist. And he was the second place person in his uh, season last year so when he showed up I was like oh yay he's here like, I, know so him. That was, was, um, <laughs> I think it was Jamie is his name but uh, the first quarterfinals had Terry Fader in it are you familiar with Terry Fader Boo? is he a mag- magician he's a ventriloquist okay and he I... has a big Vegas show mm-hmm. I know you go to Vegas often so you might have seen his billboard it's either him or Chris Angel. Yeah, <laughs> That's why yeah. I said, is he a magician? Which one is the magician? But Terry won uh, America's Got Talent, I think way back in the s- second season. Yeah. And because they're on season 17 now. So and he's been, been around, around for years. He's, a, so, he's an OG America's yeah. Got Talent. <laughs> but he also is probably the most successful Got Talent winner in the whole world mm-hmm. because he's the first person to get, at the time uh, when he won, he got the highest contract ever for a Vegas act. And then he signed two more high, high contracts. He's like a million gajillionaire now. But he was humble enough to come back and do this show and the, the All-Stars. But, you know, spoiler alert, shockingly, he got eliminated. You think he cares? No, he doesn't. <laughs> and, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, you would expect him to do better because uh, I actually enjoyed his performance. Uh, but the way they do this is in each round, one judge gets to do a golden buzzer to let the, their favorite act through. Mm-hmm. So they advance straight to the finals. And then the second contestant that goes through from that round is selected by the super fans, which is people voting uh, from the American public. Mm-hmm. And so two performers from each quarterfinals get to the finals. And so, you know, I just don't like that format so much because one, it's on the judges' preference of who they think is best. Which and could it, be biased. And also, too, you never know, like, what if somebody's paying somebody off to vote a certain way, which well, I hope it's not happening. I don't know if that happens, or you never know, it could. But the, a lot of times they're swayed by the sentimental story of the person and not so much their talent. And we know my boo's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're a nice person, boo, but I know you'd be like, okay, and? And that's what I say. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care that that's so sad. Are you talented enough? <laughs> We're not making the cut for this competition. We just have to let you go. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I'm I can't wait to see who wins this, and um, I'm not been I've not been happy with the people going through to the finals. Oh no! <laughs> so let's I you know there's I think uh, two more quarterfinals left, so we'll see what happens. 
is um I think is it Howie Mandel? Is he still uh -huh. a, a judge on America's Got Talent? He is. So this uh, usually there's four judges. This season of All Stars only has three. It's Howie, Simon Cowell, and uh, Heidi Klum. You know what's interesting? <laughs> so we had a welcome back party type get together thing at work today, uh -huh. and we played categories. And categories. It's like if you you have a word or you have a letter and then yeah. there's different categories and all of your answers have to start with, with that, that letter. letter. The letter was S and for celebrity, I put Simon Cowell. Hey, <laughs> see, look at all this coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why I had asked about Howie is because I know he's a huge germaphobe and yep. yeah, I resonate with him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm as bad as is he is but yeah, he won't shake hands he'll just do fist bumps I mean but isn't that like 75 percent of the world now <laughs> yeah but he was always like that even before he's like I set the precedent <laughs> you know what's ironic about America's Got Talent hmm. is that even in the regular season those three are usually the judges and then the fourth judge like last season of the regular season it was um Sofia Vergara mm -hmm. and then prior to that I think Mel B was a judge Gabrielle Union was a judge yeah she fell out with Terry <laughs> I, I know. why does gabrielle it's funny because usually every season of the judging panel it's america's got talent but they're all international people you think <laughs> don't even have an american to, on the panel <laughs> simon cow trying to throw shade you americans because when you watch australia's got talent or britain's got talent it's all british or australian judges on mm -hmm. there so it's kind of funny that with America's got, I mean, we are mixing pop, but these, most of them, I don't even know if they're all American citizens or not. They have dual citizenship, but we don't even have a true American American on there. And yeah, it's not a big deal to me, but it's, I just find it ironic. Yeah. You're like, okay, uh, America. Simon's British, Heidi's German, Howie is Canadian. Mm -hmm. And then um, Sophia's Colombian. Uh, and then Mel B was British when she was on there. So, mm -hmm. uh, like I said, other than Gabrielle, which was the one rare time we had an American on the panel, <laughs> she didn't make it. <laughs> they were like, mm, "You gotta go." <laughs> so, well, I can tell you what has talent, not so far as a person. <laughs> oh, what 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 does? The bird that was in my parents' home. Boo, boo! Another bird story from you. <laughs> I said, oh my God, these animals have talent. Animals are really smart. They are. They are very smart. Okay. So let me tell you the backstory, Boo. You know, I like to cook when I have time. Yes. I'll be whipping up meals and stuff like that. I cooked some short ribs. Yeah. And normally I don't eat a lot of beef at home. I do sometimes choose beef when I'm out dining. At home, I'm more of like a turkey, chicken, fish type person. But I had short ribs and I'm like, okay, I need to cook these short ribs, but I didn't want to cook them all the same way. So I used three different methods. So the first method was in the oven with just like traditional seasoning. And you know, black folk, we're going to season some food. <laughs> and then I put a few in the crock pot with onion soup packets okay. and water, which came out good because if you're cooking in the crock pot, it's like slow cooked and it's tender, things like that. Then I marinated some in soy sauce, ground ginger, ginger um, like paste that you buy in the tube, uh -huh. and then honey. 
and I marinated those for two days in my fridge. So it got like stuck in my mouth water. <laughs> those ones came out the best. I, I must say it was really good. So I was like, you know what? I can't have all this beef in my house. I'm not going to eat all this red meat. So let me take some to my parents' house to share the wealth, right? Uh-huh. Now, I was not going to like a visit visit just to go drop off the food and go on my merry way. So knock on the door, hand my mom the bag of food. And as she opens the door, <laughs> we both see something fly in, but we think it's a moth, right? So my mom's like, oh, a moth just came in. It's okay. Well, I'll get it later. Come to find out <laughs> it was a brown bird that oh, flew God. in my parents' house. <laughs> It's like, give me some of those ribs, girl. So the bird was in, because my mom has a reef on her door. So my mom thinks that the bird was maybe trying to make a nest in the reef. Uh Reef. (laughs) And when she opened the door, the bird was startled and it just flew in. And so my parents' home, they have like really high ceilings. And so the bird stayed in her house overnight. And my mom said... And she was kind of embarrassed. So she still has her Christmas tree up, which is fine. It's, you know. Yeah, we're still in January. Mid-January. She noticed that one of the bulbs on her tree, it fell. And she was like, how did the bulb fall? Well, now that we know that the bird was in her house, she's thinking the bird tried to like fly in her Christmas tree <laughs> because the bird thought it was like a There's tree a, tree. A tree tree, yeah. And knocked the bulb down. <laughs> so... Luckily, her and my dad were able to get the bird out of the house. Nobody was harmed. <laughs> but I said, how random is that? Yeah, so, I mean, it's, well, also the fact that you and your bird <laughs> stories. <laughs> and that's what I told my mom, because she's the one who said it's supposed to be good luck when um, wildlife or nature like wants to be close to you or around you. Well, this yeah. one was like in her house. They're trying to like move in, move in. <laughs> so um, that bird has talent because the well, bird basically was, it just let itself in. That bird has good taste because it wanted some short ribs. <laughs> bird got talent and good taste. So yeah, I said life is interesting. These random things be happening. So, but yeah, other than that, boo, anything else happening going on? <laughs> No, it's, uh, you know, like I'm feeling that beginning of the year lull now, now that the excitement of the new year has worn off. I, and it's I, like, we just did another year. <laughs> I was just telling someone this, we're 18 days into January. Uh-huh. I need another break. <laughs> I don't know if the weather, because it's been like really cold and that kind Maybe. of, yeah. So, but I feel you, boo. And and uh, next week, our students are coming back to campus, so it's going to be a whole different kind of atmosphere, exciting, but also different. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to pick up the pace because, you know, all of us have been moving like snails since the students aren't here. <laughs> but now that they're going to be back, we got to like chop, chop. Traffic. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so. Yeah. Wait, all right, boo. Well, this has been a pleasure as always. Love chatting it up with you. As do I. Same, <laughs> same with you. Chatting it up for our boo-boos. Well, boo. Till next time, be bougie. 
guys. Remember, you ain't got to be bougie if you stay bougie. Bye. Bye.